1: chevrolet box sports las vegas studios and live at lbsportsnetwork.com with your hosts darren Millard and ryan wallace how does this
0: sound five in a row seven of nine the vegas golden knights start the week in the playoff position and they're making it happen in the western conference coming off a three-game sweep of the road trip and matching a season high winning streak It's happening right now. The Golden Knights are rolling, and they'll face Vancouver on Wednesday, Arizona on Saturday, before heading back to face the Canucks next Tuesday. The next three, pivotal, just like the last five have been, and they all come against the Pacific Division, in which the Golden Knights have been exemplary against this year. Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace here at the Oyo Hotel Casino, the Underground Lounge, where we've got some drink specials for you. $10 Buckets of Bud. There's five beers in there. That works up to $2 a beer. Mm. Try finding a better price in the Strip for that. You also got $3 Jim Beams. You got uh, all New Amsterdam in there for 3 bucks. We got uh, all kinds of uh, cool prizes for you. And you can come down here, fill out a ballot, and win tickets to see the Golden Knights face the Vancouver Canucks on Wednesday. Come down, fill out a ballot. We'll make the draw. And if you win those tickets, we'll also throw you in a draw for a gold vgk jersey at the end of the year and i'm also accepting applications to positivity alley you want to be part of the group wristband policy in effect we're only accepting the best of the best have your confidence have your smile ready because the vegas golden knights have won five in a row after the three two overtime win yesterday ryan wallace you <laughs> may submit an application but it's going to be reviewed a couple of times because so far, you have not shown the necessary amount of positivity.
1: Uh, Who's reviewing it? Uh,
0: The committee on Positivity Alley.
1: Yeah, who's who's involved in that? Garrett Calloway and I. Okay. Garrett likes me.
0: Yeah, but you're not positive enough. Uh. Garrett likes positivity more. Uh. We have Positivity Alley at work. I'm expanding it to Positivity Alley with VGK Insiders. So it's it's
1: a two-man committee?
0: Uh, no, Rita'll be part of it. She just doesn't know it yet. Oh, Rita loves me. So, uh, just saying, uh, fill out your application. But you got to be more positive than you've been. Uh, the two of the first three callers bringing up the power play when the teams won five in a row to get back into a playoff spot. Yep. Not positive
1: enough. Enough. Uh, there yeah, you go. Yeah, I, I, I think that I'll just kind of hang on to my, uh, my application for a while. Okay. Yep. It's all right.
0: We, uh, we are accepting uh, applications. Uh, let's get into the game rating. The Golden Knights winning their fifth in a row, sweeping the three-game road trip through Seattle and Vancouver. And they do it on the strength of a 3-2 overtime win in the lower mainland. Game rating, Chapman. You
2: see what I do that time with the pepper? You see what I do with the pepper? The people, the people, they want the pepper, all right? They want the pepper.
0: All right, this one's
2: easy. Carolina Reaper, look, uh, Robin Leonard's first game back. I thought he played really, really well. He came up big early on, and he came up big in overtime. Uh, look, they, they they scored the goals they needed. I, I would have liked to have seen a few more, but <laughs> I'm not going to complain. I mean, look, they—, they Sounds they, like a complaint. No, no. I Chapman,
1: mean, come on, buddy. Do it. You'll be my hero.
2: Look, I, I I went Carolina Reaper. I debated going with Ghost Pepper because I thought there were portions of the game where the Canucks looked like the better team. But you know what? That happens in hockey. The Golden Knights won the game. They scored the winner in overtime. Shea Theodore was, well, I mean, this road trip, he was kind of the hero. Robin Leonard, like I said, came back. And, and for the people, I, I, I still can't believe I, I see it. I was going to make this catching up with Chapman today, but I, I've well, decided well, to. Well, why
0: don't you do it? Well, I'm going <laughs> to just say it now.
2: The people so what are you going to who-
0: do with Chapman? Do you have a fallback for Chapman? I do,
2: yeah. They okay. always do. The people who are blaming Robin Leonard for that second goal, just stop. Like, seriously, just stop. There literally was nothing Robin Leonard could have done on that goal. Stop blaming him. It was not his fault. It was just kind of a goofy, fluky thing that happens from time to time in the game. And look, he, he played well, and, and he made that big save in overtime. That was needed, or they would have lost the game. They didn't lose the game. They won the game. It's a 5 out of 5 for me.
0: Nice. What do you got there, Wallace? You know what it is?
1: It's Carolina Reaper. They won the game
0: five and five so we got 10 out of 10 to start it's that simple wallace has abandoned the process he's all in it's a one or five wait until it becomes goofy there's no more two three or fours it's just one or five and he is all in pushing the chips to the middle with a five out of five three two overtime win for the vegas golden knights i thought they were great in the early going and when you couple some of their starts i know they've had trouble scoring first on the road going into this trip but when you think back to those winnipeg games where they dominated the jets in the first period and then what they did against seattle and then vancouver uh we're starting to see a different team in the early going which is fantastic and being able to score first there's there's a lot of takeaways from this game uh and this trip i'll kind of put it into one big bowl it's a it's a five out of five with the game but the road trip in itself scoring first great goaltending defense is healthy and Shea Theodore stepping up he'd been 0 for 27 going into that trip he scores three goals in three games to give the Golden Knights the first ever defenseman to score goals in three consecutive games Uh, there's there's elements to this game Add in to the fact that Jack Eichel, Chandler Stevenson, and Evgeny Dodonov ha- have some chemistry uh, going a little bit. Some some real positive signs in taking advantage of teams that uh, that were below them. But must, must win. You had to get four to six, five out of six, and they, they rolled the table. Good on them. Uh, those are your, your game ratings brought to you by Nova Home Loans. And uh, when you uh, look at Nova Home Loans, The best combination of service, rates, and fees. Noble Home Loans, the game rating on the VGK Insider Show. Best combination of service, rates, and fees. And the
1: Golden Knights have a pretty good combination going right now. They do. Uh, they, They have been really, really good, especially defensively, over the last four games. I have really, really liked... The way the Golden Knights have been going about their business in their defensive zone, I have liked the, their ability to kind of allow their goaltenders to see pucks, to, uh, to, to be able to read the play and trust in those reads. I've liked nearly everything about the Golden Knights game over the majority of this five-game win streak, and I think that the fact that they've been able to do it consistently and that they've also found ways to win in different situations – Gives you a lot of hope moving forward over the last 11 that the Golden Knights can come pretty close to running the table. I, I think that it's possible. I think that it's there in front of them. This team is cooking with something really, really good here. And now it's just a matter of continuing to roll it through into the next game and the next game and the next game and then, yeah, I don't know, maybe get a power play goal. Was it the swing game of Chicago that did it for you? Uh, the the Chicago game was necessary for sure. I, I mean, obviously, the, the comeback was massive. It was one of those situations where you kind of junk everything that happened before it and only focus on that. And you say, okay, if this can be a jumping off point, I can can leave the 40 minutes prior, right, to the comeback. And then the ability to go in and have a really solid, well-fought win on the road. To me, the 3-0 win in Seattle to get that comfortability and that confidence going in winning a game on the road uh, it was probably oh, yeah. probably the last 20 minutes of the chicago game into that game against seattle that, that's really done it for me the
0: chicago game was big for momentum and points in the standings the game in seattle the first game in seattle yeah was massive to not waste all the energy put into the comeback and, and grabbing that confidence and continuing it and just winning on the road. Not not letting that rally versus the Blackhawks go to waste. Huge. And, and stick tap to the Seattle Kraken here, who have been all-world to the Vegas Golden Knights. There's a rivalry between these two franchises because they're the 31st and the 32nd in the league. But the Kraken, I take my hat off to you. Because you've done us a solid in the last week. They beat L.A. the game before the Kraken opened up the two-game series against Vegas. Then the Kraken fell to Vegas twice. And the game after, the Kraken beat the Dallas Stars. So we talk about no help, and there hasn't been a lot of help along the way here. The Kraken's done their part to give us a, a little bit of a break when it comes to our rivals in, in the uh, in the standings,
1: sure, yes, they have, and it shouldn't go unnoticed. You're absolutely right, but again, it the 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 part that becomes frustrating, I think, if you're if you're looking at this, and if you're more analytically mind, you're looking at math, you're looking at percentages, you're looking at avenues and paths. Yeah. I think that when you grab ten out of ten points, and you've made up in that span one or two standings points, legitimately, yeah, like that can become very frustrating and very taxing. I think it's great. Look like, at the other side, though. I, I talked about now I, number
0: one; those teams are ticked off too. They can't shake the Golden Knights. They they put up eight out of eight
1: points, and they haven't they haven't pulled away at all. No, you know that's a fair point, but that that's really what I think is so fascinating and unique about the situation. It is the first time in five years that Golden Knights fans have this run for the playoffs, have this moment where it doesn't look like a sure thing all the time, where you don't know how this regular season is going to end, and you're getting playoff hockey right now. And it's another reason why, and I'll circle it all the way back to Mike's call that led us off today, I don't think you ever think that a team that sneaks in that has to play well down the stretch is somehow susceptible to getting rolled in the first round does it happen sure but more often than not the team that's coming in that has had to play for their lives all the, the, the last 10 or 12 or 15 games as it's going to be for the vegas golden knights that team's dangerous because they're clicking on all cylinders they are and and even the iteration of this golden knights even if they get nobody back to start the playoffs i would still think that they are dangerous because they're playing well and they're playing the right way and they're playing playoff hockey long before the colorado avalanche or any of the teams that are comfortable are going to be playing playoff hockey
0: somebody sounds like they want to be part of positivity alley sounds (laughs) like somebody's making some noise about an application we got a game tonight that does directly involve the western conference uh, playoff race calgary flames in la flames lost to the kings last week Kings have been on a heater. Really impressive what they've been able to do with all their injuries. Mm -hmm. Uh, Flames, we need a win tonight uh, in that one. And then tomorrow night, Dallas Stars play the New York Islanders, Edmonton Oilers against the San Jose Sharks, and the Minnesota Wild up against the Nashville Predators. The standings, they're going to show you something unique. Quietly, very quietly, the Nashville Predators are on the brink of falling out of the playoff position <laughs> it's it's now nashville and vegas tied at 82 points nashville does have games in hand three are, of them they are one point ahead of the dallas stars winnipeg continues to stay in it but it used to like for the longest time it was looking vegas dallas for the wild card uh, who's going to get the final spot? And could Vegas make up enough points to get involved in the Pacific Top 3? There's options now for the Vegas Golden Knights. It's not just Dallas. It's Nashville. It's Edmonton. Hopefully, uh, Los Angeles. So there's, there's options. Everything's better with options. Unless you're like me and you hate making decisions.
1: You may, you, how do you exist? I know. It's very hard. It frustrates my wife. I really don't get It, it frustrates my wife. I said, I'll just have a nap. Again, I I understand what you're saying based solely on points. And I recognize that that's how the NHL chooses to solidify or at least designate their playoff teams, even when all teams have not played the same amount of games, whereas going with points percentage would be a more accurate indication of who is or isn't in the playoffs. But that being said, I can't ignore games in hand. I get it. Not all games in hand are going to be won. But when you, when you start to get a sense of where Nashville is, so say Nashville plays one or two of their games in hand over the course of the next couple of days or the end of this week, and they are just one game behind the Vegas Golden Knights, oh, and you go. you've just lost your. And then Vegas is right where they out. are, then we can start having that conversation. But when I see three games in hand, that's six points, Darren. Six points. All they need is one out of the six.
0: Pessimistic street. You
1: go take a left over there, and then
0: a right. So it's and okay. That's it, when you get there.
1: It's pessimistic street and positivity, positivity alley. alley. Yeah. Wow.
0: We're more intimate. We're a group. Okay. We have uh, great feelings. So yesterday, the Golden Should Knights pessimistic Parkway go to a face-off, and it's a weird scenario. There's there's a couple of layers to this, and one is Vegas got a big break. And the other one is just, I'm going to sum up the weird, weird play for it. It's a five on three. There's two seconds left on the Marshall Penalty. And then Braden McNabb will serve the remainder of his delay of game call. Okay. Bo Horvat against William Carlson in the faceoff. And Carlson wins it clean, goes back, and one of the three players the Vegas has on the ice alec martinez mm-hmm. goes to reach for the puck and just pokes it through uh, it's the goaltender's legs robin Ladder. weirdest goofiest goal ever you're gonna have a hard time convincing me that that took two seconds <laughs> all right <laughs> i just i i don't see how that took two seconds and and whether and why that's important is marcia out of the box and then the goal cancels out the McNabb penalty there's no more shorthanded time for the Vegas Golden Knights. Huge break in that game. Yeah. That, that, that they didn't go back and double-check it. And maybe they did in the Situation Room. It just seemed awfully quick uh, to be able to do that. Massive. Big break for the, mm-hmm. for the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. Now, the goal itself, if the rule is the last player to touch the puck on the ice, if there's an own goal, gets credit for the goal. It happened when Billy Smith was credited with a goal as a Mm -hmm. goaltender. You've seen teams, uh, when they're controlling the puck, play it back to the point. They score on themselves. Last player that that touches the puck. What happens when it's off a faceoff like that, which I've never seen before, Yeah, uh, off a faceoff where no attacking player touches the puck and it goes in the net? Who gets credit for the goal? There's two theories that made their way around the hockey world last night. Yep. One was the center iceman. The second one was closest player to the puck. Okay. They went with Bo Horvat, the center iceman. Okay. I can't find it anywhere (laughs) in the rule book. Okay. Where it's one of the two, whether it's the center iceman whether it's the closest player to the puck. Uh, I reached around. I talked to people involved in the game. I talked to people that are sometimes in the situation room, sometimes not in the situation room. I talked to coaches. I talked to an official today, the first uh, female to ever referee a game in the American Hockey League okay. uh, today, Katie Game, for the, uh, for the Chirp podcast. And I sprung it on her. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks it's either closest player to the puck, or the center iceman. Okay. Now, here's the thing. The referees don't actually make that call. The official score gives credit, which I learned on this show uh, when we were talking with uh, Bruce Cusack. Okay. Because uh, referees don't come over and go, 14 from 19
1: and 22,
0: mm-hmm. like the, like they used to. <laughs> like, or, or you're doing minor hockey like you, over. you hockey, yeah. Uh, do that. It's the official score. I cannot find it in the rule book where it says the center iceman and in talking to a couple of other people they can't find it either okay It's it's not happened before <laughs> yeah if, if it has these people haven't seen it sure and, and i've talked to probably 10 people between last night and today okay is it wrong to go with bo horbat no uh, but i it has got to go to somebody okay should it go to the winger that's closest to the to the
1: to the goal when the puck goes in i mean like my my theory on why it would go to the center iceman is even if your winger's help you win a faceoff who gets credited with the one faceoff it's the center iceman so if the play is being introduced and the center iceman would get credit for the win. A lost faceoff. Or a lost faceoff in this situation, but it, it essentially ends up being a win. Um, then they no, it's a should, lost faceoff. Well, I, I get it, but it's a win because the puck went in the net. Yeah. But like, I, I know it's a lost faceoff, but if, if you're going to give Bo Horvat the lost faceoff, then in that situation, um, he's the one being credited with the play. Okay.
0: Just want to continue, because I love that you said that. Okay. Carlson wins the faceoff. Yep. To Martinez. Martinez skates around the net, tries to ice it. It goes off of Carlson and into the net. No attacking players touched it. Then who does the goal go to? (laughs) Does it still go to the center (laughs) iceman? I I, I have no idea. I don't know. Or does it go to the... Because there's there's no definitive answer to this. I don't know. I I couldn't tell you. Like, I don't know. We've discovered... uh, a void. A disturbance in, in, in the force. In the rule book. Just when you think you've got it all figured out and we see weird plays all the time. Sure. Yeah. But there's this void in the rule book yeah. about who gets credit. So I came up with an idea.
1: Oh, okay. All right. This should be good. Yep. I'm positive and, about this. And it works
0: for any situation. Okay. Whether it's off the face off and goes directly in or it takes a couple of seconds. And comes uh, and it happens from a weird area in the ice. Okay. The two scenarios that I painted. The player that should get credit for the goal, even though no attacking player has touched the puck, is the player on the ice with the fewest goals that season. Why? Just to be nice. No. Positivity oh, alley. Oh,
1: gosh. Come on. Get the, out of here. The, the player on the ice with the oh. fewest goals <sighs> Okay. should get credit. Because why not? Why not the player on the ice with the most goals? Okay,
0: you could do that. That's positive. positive. That would
1: be cool. But that they've already
0: scored a bunch of goals.
1: I don't care. And then Look at, you're looking at bonuses. Okay. You're but looking at Rock Rocket Rashards. You're looking at situations where Austin Matthews can continue to prove that he's better than Leon Draisaitl. Like I don't see what. My the buddies are there. already
0: sour that Alexander Vechkin scores a lot of empty net goals. Uh, this this wouldn't sit well with them. But here's <laughs> the thing. Here, here, it, 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 so th- I propose this idea in talking to my people. Okay. And one of them said, "What if that was their first NHL goal?" Yeah, that would suck. See how things like build on top of
1: yeah, no building
0: it's, on top of a building on top of. Darren, we listen. got ten buckets of bud yeah, here, yeah. and we got a pyramid of buckets. Yeah, of, of this situation,
1: there's no there's no good answer here. There's no good solution. I, I wish there's that, n- that there's,
0: there, there's that, no there's no rule. Like, there's no definitive answer. So just give we, it to whoever we, you want. We you assume. Know, no, no, no,
1: no, no. It should go to the team. The team should get to decide who gets credit for the goal. Okay. The so Vancouver I, I, Canucks should get to decide who gets credit for the goal. has to be somebody goal. on the ice, though. Yeah, sure. See, yeah, I, 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 was,
2: I was kind of hoping that they would give it to whoever the last player for Vancouver was who touched the puck. And, I thought and, of that, too. In my chaotic mind... I would love for that person to have been someone who was not on the ice for the actual goal. <laughs> Did you
0: check to see who? Well,
2: I, I I've I've tried McNabb to snap shot
0: the puck out of the ice. To, yeah, uh, I don't know it. who
2: the last Canuck was who touched it, but but that it,
0: crossed my mind too. Chapman. It would be
2: it would be hysterical if that was the case.
0: I went down that path, yeah. wondering, would they go if it's the last player that touched the puck? Do they have to go to the previous? Yeah. Play. Yeah. Like skip a stoppage. But, l- ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hockey fans around the world in the Las Vegas Valley, you witnessed something yesterday that people haven't seen before. <laughs> and there's no true, tried, and tested rule there on who gets credit for that goal. It makes sense that the, the center ice, but I'm fine with it. That's yeah. the center ice. They, that's the only player on the attacking team. That had any role in the puck didn't touch it, <laughs> but you lost the faceoff clean. So, but I- I'm fine with that. But there's, and I'm I'm okay with going down that path. Closest to the puck, the the official scores might have to get out the uh, the measuring tape for, for that one, and that'd uh, be fun. And it takes them long enough. <laughs> to to hand out goals and assists and, and try and decide who scores goal. You, Nothing drives me crazier than the official score taking ten minutes. And I'm exaggerating. Yeah. To to decide who scored. Well the announcer's sitting there waiting. Like Bruce is sitting there waiting going, When can I announce this goal? Sure please but the official scores haven't or or it's crypto.com any rank are, when it, when it takes that long.
1: I mean, are we are we really like overthinking it here and shouldn't it just be an own goal? Shouldn't no, no one get credit no, for the no. goal? I I like the fact that that we give own goals for credit. The or make it every every own goal that is exactly like this where no player touches the puck from the opposition team that scores, it's a goalie goal. Every mm. single one. Here
0: Every goal that is scored outside of the shootout is credited to a, uh, an offensive player in the National Hockey League. Every goal. Yeah, I mean... It, through through all of time. Like, in no way, shape, break, or form trade. does Bo
1: Horvat deserve credit for that goal. That's the point. Like, if I know, it's an own goal, but, like just call it an own goal.
0: But for 120 years, every goal scored yeah. is credited to somebody outside of the shootout.
1: Then just, just make it arbitrary. It's a goalie goal. No. Every time. Player with the fewest number of goals on no, the ice. No, I don't like that because again, like like you said, or like someone said to you, I wouldn't want that to be my first career NHL goal. I what mean, are the, what are the I, chances, though? But then, what, do you what, mean, are, the what are the chances of this happening? Come on, like who knows? Crazy things happen. Wonky things happen in hockey. We all know that. We all understand that. It's it's rubber on ice, mm-hmm. right? Like, undoubtedly, it's going to happen again, and it's it, it's it, it, for ultimate chaos. It's going to happen to a kid that's playing or or, or getting his first career in an HO goal. He never touched
0: the puck. So Ghosh was right in what he said yesterday. That's what they did. They gave credit to the center iceman.
1: Okay. Yep.
0: But nowhere in the rule book can, that I've been able to find, and then I, so I talked to uh, Katie Gay today, the American Hockey League referee she's done olympics she's done uh, american hockey league she's done every level and hopes to uh, break in on the national hockey league as the first female referee she said i wait for the uh, official scorer to tell me who scored it nice. that that's a solid answer right nice. there yeah. yeah yeah who do you think should get it credit like without getting goofy nobody no but it's you have ol- you have to you, it's have, an to ol- g- you just have to give, give it, it to the summer. goalie just give it to the goalie No, you, you can't give it to the goalie why you not
1: go- you can absolutely give it to the goalie. Give me your within the parameters of the game. I mean, the only thing that makes any sense to me is the center iceman. Right. Because, again, like the the act of a faceoff directly impacts the centers. Yeah. So because it happened during the act of a faceoff and you would credit Bo Horvat with the loss, I assume you credit him with the goal. He was. But then there was the other audience
0: that said closest player to the puck. Well, in that case, it was the winger who was lined up because they would have been closer to the puck when it went in the net. Chapman, what do you think?
2: I still like the idea of giving it to the last guy who touched it, but I think it makes I, sense but to... But that nobody touched it No, I, I know. I, I think it makes sense to give it to, to the centerman on that particular okay. case because he's the guy who, who's trying to win the faceoff. And like Ryan said, even if his wingers come and help him win the faceoff, he still gets credit for winning the faceoff. So it just makes sense... To, to, to give it to him. I mean, I don't know who was closer or who was closest on that particular play, but I think it just makes sense to give it, you know, otherwise you're trying to figure out, was this guy closer than this guy? It just makes sense that that's you the way what, it is. You know how
0: weird it is, though, that that happened in a National Hockey League game? Wednesday nights at Lifeguard, Thursday nights at 940 at City National Arena off a of face-off in Men's League, Recreation League. I could see that happening. Sure. You see all kinds of weird things, but when that kind of stuff starts bleeding into the national hockey league, I get a little worried.
1: Oh, it's fun. It's chaos. Yeah. I mean, it, root it, for chaos? It,
2: it doesn't happen very often. In fact, like you're saying, it's the first time that you've ever seen it happen. So, yeah, I mean, it's one of those rare things that, that we're, we're all going to remember probably, you know, as long as we're fans of this team or we're around this, this franchise. So, I, I say in, enjoy it. You know the team won the game. There was no harm in it, so so just enjoy it. it, it it's kind of a freak thing, so it, it's Did fun. you See
0: Bo Horvat shrug, yeah. <laughs> as he as he was celebrating. Like, well, I don't know what's going on. And then Yay. the conversations that are, that our cameras caught between uh, Alec and and Robin. Yeah, and at the end of I the bet, game too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Totally. And it's like, what just what just happened? There. That was that was strange. And they had probably no idea that. Vancouver player had never even touched the puck. It was just uh, the weird play. I, I normally center iceman, If they're going to win the draw like that, will always talk to, and I'm sure they did in that situation uh, to the defenseman to the goaltender. Look, I'm going to I'm going to draw it right back to you uh, in, in, in that regard. But uh, it's a five on three. There's so much going on at that that time. You're you're thinking is going to come on the ice. There's there's all kinds of different. Uh, uh, possibilities running through your head. And that just happened. There's no other way to explain it. It just happened.
2: Like that whole sequence was was kind of weird, too, because it's a play that usually McNabb would, would not make. And you could tell as soon as he, he hit the or he shot the puck, he's like, oh, boy, this yeah. isn't this isn't good. He puts his head down and he's skating towards again, the box.
0: The, the fact that they allowed the first penalty to expire and then and then rule that the goal canceled McNabb's penalty. Huge oh, that that was in, fantastic! In that game. Yeah, that was uh, fantastic. When we continue, uh, Chapman uh, will come back with catching up with Chapman. See, I just, just no, no, get in no front of them there one timers get just get. I know you, but you're coming up with catching up with Chapman, you dork. And next we've positivity got alley. We've yeah, got so one-timers.
1: much
0: for that. <laughs> well, I'm talking about positivity alley with the team. There's there's no po- positivity alley with you and I not a chance Uh, so one-timers news and notes were on the national hockey league and then catching up with chapman on fox sports las vegas we continue from the oil hotel and casino at the underground lounge come by fill out a ballot for two tickets to see the canucks and the vegas golden knights on wednesday and pick up some nice swag stay with us
1: Maybe a two-on-one. Petrangelo gets it. He shoots. He scores. It's time for one-timers. One-timers. Short-handed goal. Alex Petrangelo.
2: Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insider Show.
0: You guys see that uh, Keith Yandel scratched from the weekend? Uh-huh. Iron Man streak ends at 9 8 nine. Phil Kessel can't catch him this year, but Phil Kessel will catch him. Next year, you guys have any issue with uh, taking Yandel out? No.
2: I, I, I mean, for the nostalgia factor, I would have liked to see him get to a thousand games, but yeah, me too. I mean, the Flyers felt like they had to play other guys, and I guess you know he was ill, so you got to do what you got to do.
0: Hmm. Uh, I couldn't believe how many people were upset about it that actually took it personally that he he was taken out as a healthy scratch. That that blew me away.
1: They were upset about it last year when it almost happened with Florida.
0: I, I just—it's a veteran defenseman near the end of his career, and it's going to happen. It's going to end at some point. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, just a strange one uh, that uh, that people. I was I was more surprised at the reaction than I was that the Philadelphia Flyers actually took him out. By the way, he hasn't had a very good year. I don't know what the latest in the in the. Uh, Plus minus is, uh-huh. but it's it's not pretty when it comes to Keith Yandel or the Philadelphia Flyers. But that it would be one thing if uh, if Keith Yandel was lighting it up and and they took him out just to to give other people some look. But the guy the guys hasn't been great this season. So yeah, the, there's there's all uh, opportunity there. Minus thirty nine.
1: Yeah, I think he's been consistently the Philadelphia Flyers. Seventh or eighth best defenseman, yeah. and I just think at, at some point, like he got this, he got the record. The Flyers have done everything that, that Keith Yandle could ask them to do in getting him to that number. Uh, once that happened, all bets are off. And if you're not one of the six best defensemen, you're not playing. That's how it should be.
0: Connor McDavid, Alexander Barkov, and Semyon Varlamov, uh, the three stars of the week, as Connor McDavid rounds into form, topping the 100 point barrier. Sasha Barkov and the Florida Panthers. They are the first team to qualify for the Stanley Cup playoffs.
1: Yeah, that, they're good. There. They're I,
0: good. You know, Lawless and I were, were bouncing this around yesterday because it felt like teams had clinched already mm-hmm. when I saw that Florida had the opportunity to become the first club. And Colorado would have clinched yesterday at Vegas lost, but uh, we know that didn't happen. So Florida becomes the first team to clinch. And then, Why why does that sound so surprising? But because so many teams have been already eliminated kind of got that flipped in your head because Arizona and so forth had been knocked out. Uh, Do you want to talk about this whole kerfuffle involving Arizona and Anaheim? Uh, Zegris scores in the Michigan move with the lacrosse move and then later in the game takes a poke at uh, the Arizona goaltender and the defense and gets mugged and Troy Terry comes into the (laughs) defense and gets beat up by Jay Beagle. Yeah. Tyson Nash said some things on the broadcast. I don't think it came out quite the way he wanted it to come
1: out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, where, where's your take on this whole? Okay, so like, Tyson Nash's initial commentary made it made it sound like the the issue that sparked this was the Michigan goal scored by Trevor Zegers in kind of understanding that 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 wasn't necessarily where the Coyotes players took exception. It was more about smirking and generally having fun and being excited about the fact that you're up five to nothing. Um, I don't understand this dichotomy though of just because you're up five, nothing in a game and you got there because you're skilled, then you make a hard nose play at the front of the net poking for what you believe to be a loose puck then all of a sudden that means that you can't there's no room for that like that's against the code you can't do that uh as if then punching a guy who's not trying to fight you not dropping his gloves not engaged not a willing combatant in a fight as if punching him three four five times in the head and hitting him while he's down is somehow then excused or that's what you get if you are a skilled be better and C playing to the whistle which is what hard-nosed hockey people will tell you you're supposed to do no matter the score in any situation
0: i don't have an issue with the fight i don't
1: have it an wasn't issue. a fight darren i don't have an issue with him it getting, wasn't a fight darren i don't have an issue with him getting beat up then at all you, you don't get it you don't have an issue with a guy going limp and then getting punched three more times without ever taking his gloves off no and why no no I, I think he he jumped in there. He jumped in there and like almost any player would in that situation to try to calm things down, and gets yeah, five.
0: Unless he's going to blow punches. his whistle five times.
1: Tweet tweet tweet. Okay, Everybody stop. That's a
0: dinosaur. Take. Please stop Go uh I I don't think that the the, the Michigan move. Frustrated Arizona,
1: play better then.
0: Okay, so it frustrated. You're allowed to be frustrated. You're allowed to be upset. Play better. Uh, the the uh, idea that uh, that that was the root cause of the whole thing is, I think, off the mark. Uh, the the poke at the puck, loose puck, and and coming in in defensive your goaltender happens all the time. And that was the initiator. Uh, you add on a little bit of uh, of being ticked off that you're getting filled in in the game. Easy to say, uh, play better, but you don't have that option at that point. So what do you do? You get mad and uh, you, you throw some punches. I I think
1: it was a much ado about nothing, and I'm, I'm happy that Troy Terry wasn't hurt in the play. He did. He was hurt in the play. Well, he was have not. you seen he's his got a, face? He's got a busted up face, and he didn't play their next game. Yeah, he's not. It's not, not career altering oh my song, goodness so it's not career altering so, we just so excuse injuries I'm, I'm when guys get punched in the face well, and we sit here and pretend like we give a crap about player safety that's ridiculous
0: then the national hockey league should suspend
1: them they probably they should. should why didn't they
0: because i don't think it was that uh, outside the
1: the normal you got you get a team that's not good at hockey. They're mad that another team is better than them at hockey. So like, eh, whatever. Let's just beat people up. Yeah, they, they went weren't Hanson Brothers anymore. let like, I, you guys made a big
0: stink out of this, and I was kind of shocked that that it got to the level that it did with the with the national media. That was just a play plague. plague on. Let back. me let me ask you this, and Gary. If, and if
2: Troy Terry
1: and if was punched three times after he was already out on his feet. And you have no issue with that with head injuries. No.
2: Let me ask no. you, does that happen if Nick Delorier is still a member of the Anaheim oh no, Ducks no, and he's on it, the ice? No, I know it
1: does, Chapman. You think because so? Nick DeLaurier is not on the ice then. Come yeah. on. The, I had that debate with Lawless yesterday. Like, the, the
0: chances of DeLaurier being on the ice that Yeah, but DeLaurier has
2: to go out there for another shift.
0: Yeah, true. But uh, I, I don't think it, it stops Jay Beagle from being upset and he, he should be upset that his team is
2: minus seventy-four in goal differential. Well, he should be upset that they're going to play in a five-thousand-seat arena. Not and that I guess ducks that gives are good. license
1: to just punch a guy in the I'm head sure when he he's already out. No, I'm that sure makes a is. lot of sense. This is this
0: is an uh, a very fluky, unique, rare situation.
1: You stop, and I don't when think the guys have out. To, you stop when the guy's out, and he's not trying to take his gloves off and fight you. Yeah, you he should, didn't stop. You should, you should, you should stop. But there's no rule that you have to stop it's a code isn't it there's the
0: the, the code is the biggest piece of bs i've ever come across
1: okay the code it's a joke there's no no i I, i'm legitimately shocked that you're okay with a player that's literally out on his feet getting punched in the head two more times it's just because their team was more skilled than the other team that that blows my mind
0: fluky different Odd, it was wrong.
1: Play. Jay Beagle was wrong. He should be suspended. Totally. Absolutely. And I would. And have an saying I... that Troy Terry, like it's okay, like it's somehow not as big a deal because Troy Terry's not going to miss the rest of the season or doesn't have his career cut short because you know of this. The weird part is, it's he, ridiculous. You know how many suspensions happened this year that
0: we never ever talked about. Never talked about. And then this one, I'd be fine if he got suspended. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue against it uh, at all. I'm not sure what you necessarily suspend him for it because it's a fight. It's not but, a fight, uh, but
1: uh, I, I think you... Did Did you get a penalty for fighting? Uh, I don't know. Did he? No, he didn't. Yeah. He got a penalty for roughing. Jay Beagle got a five and a game.
0: Two minutes for receiving. Uh, it's, it, not a fight. It's, uh, it, it,
1: you just proved your point wrong. It's not a fight.
0: But I, I would be fine. You should not
1: be able to fight the bleeding, if it's not a fight. The bleeding hearts
0: <laughs> missed okay. this one. Uh, a little... A little blown out of proportion. And again, if he would have been suspended, I wouldn't have find that. But he wasn't. Let's move on.
1: So that that situation happens to William Carlson, you're good with it.
0: Uh, That situation
1: happens to Jack Eichel. He doesn't take his gloves off. He gets punched three times in the head after he's out. You're okay with it?
0: No. But I'm. I'm.
1: You just said you're okay with it with Troy Terry. I'm not. What's the difference?
0: I'm not. not Sorry, I'm not happy about it. But William Carlson protects himself more. it's a physical game it's a it's a there was nothing honest about that
1: play physical's fine but that that's that's you don't you don't throw punches to a guy after he's already out and not trying and not engaged and not any you have to have willing combatants if you're gonna fight that's how fighting should be in the nhl if you've got fighting go left
0: go right i'm gonna blow the whistle you guys fight hey that that ryan that was good Doesn't work that way in the National Hockey League. Uh, Those are your one timers brought to you by Paul Powell, Paul Powell Law, more lawyer, less fee. One timers uh, every day presented by Paul Powell, Paul Powell Law, more lawyer, less fee. When we continue, it's catching up with Chapman, and it's the backup topic that he's going to go with today. We'll continue from the Oyo Hotel and Casino and Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
2: When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman. Oh, Christopher. Hi, Darren. So, uh, it, it turned out that this was the backup. Uh, very first call of the day was Mike. And Mike brought up that the St. Louis Cardinals last year won 19 of 20 to get into the playoffs and ended up losing in the baseball playoffs. However, I'm going to keep up the positivity avenue. I'm going to walk down that street because I'm going to bring up the 2007 Colorado Rockies who won their final 14 games or 14 of their fifth of their final 15 regular season games to make the playoffs including a 9-8 13-inning victory over the Padres in a one-game playoff to secure the wild card berth. They then swept their first 7 games in the 2007 National League playoffs to win the pennant, advancing to the World Series, they won 21 out of 22 games to make the World Series. So I'm going to go with the idea oh. that if the Golden Knights, yeah, go on this run to make the playoffs, they're going to have a Colorado Rocky I type see what you're saying performance. Here. You're, you're I don't filling
0: out an application to deposit- I don't to make I don't think they're going to be.
2: Yeah, I don't think they're going to be the Cardinals. I think they're going to be more like the Rockies who go on this amazing run to make the 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 playoffs and then when they get into the playoffs, they're going to cause some serious damage much to much to the dismay of a team that plays in Colorado.
0: Your application has been received. Uh, you will hear back from us within 36 hours <laughs> to 48 hours uh, regarding your admission into Positivity Alley.
2: Yeah, Positivity Alley. I'm, I'm jumping on board Avenue, the train. Which is, which is, uh, yeah, I, I like alleys a little bit better.
0: Yeah, well, it's more intimate. We just we hang out back. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in all, Tokyo, it's they good. have Golden
2: Guy. It's, it's like yeah. 250 bars in a bunch of small alleys. So I'm all on board the alley
0: stuff. I'm glad it's the catching up with Chapman segment because Wallace... Isn't talking to me anymore
1: <laughs> I'm not trying to He didn't say anything in the, parade He didn't anything.
0: say anything During the commercial break Yeah, he's, I noticed that's that That's a two-way streak, buddy It <laughs> he goes both ways Sour
1: <laughs> Goes both ways
0: And
2: I think Ryan's right On this one, by the way you
1: do. I am right
2: oh uh, He's absolutely goodness. right Gutless Gutless I'm not going
1: to have any Hitting in the game anymore No,
2: hitting is fine But not when a guy's Down on the ice if You
1: want to fight Sure Two guys Square off Fight by the way, if if I was in that fight,
0: I'd be Troy Terry. Yeah, we know you're that. Guaranteed. <laughs> just as lawless about that.
2: You're, you're, yeah, we've seen that.
0: <laughs> you of all people should be able to
1: empathize,
0: <laughs> and all my bitching and moaning didn't get me anywhere. So I'm just like all in. Oh, we'll be back with you tomorrow. Thanks to everybody at the Oil Hotel and Casino for showing us another good time on Fox Sports Las Vegas.